You had me. You had me like on the edge of my seat, going, "Okay, what is this EX going to be?" That and was then, on purpose. Then, yeah, it was for a fact. Yeah, no, I saw the deer in headlights. Look like holy shit. I, I, I'm having an old man moment. I just completely <laughs> lost every train of thought. Oh, shoot. It began with two guys becoming friends around cycling, great beer, and strong coffee. This is the 2120 Podcast. Two guys, one subject, 20 minutes, zero excuses. It's, it's super easy to make an excuse. It's very difficult to execute sometimes because you, you don't know how to navigate those waters. Yeah. So we kicked it off with, okay, I want you to take the next 10 minutes and I want you to write down every excuse you've either told somebody in your life or someone has told you. Yeah. And they were filling the paper up. Now, it wasn't just like one or two. Like there was there was a guy that just kept writing and writing and writing. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. Like you, you know, I just, I looked at him like, are you really like making all these excuses? He just, he just kept writing. And they were all, when we went around the table, they were all just like totally legit. Like you could, you could either hear him saying it or somebody <laughs> saying it to him. Right. But you know what the funny thing was? After every excuse, we dissected it. And maybe we can do that today because I think it was just fun. But... After every excuse we, we, we talked about, we laughed because it was stupid. You know, telling someone you don't have time. Yeah, right. That's you know, the number I, one. I, you know, I don't, I don't have time today. Okay. But you slept in. <laughs> you know, you, you hit your snooze button 15 times before you get out of bed. And you're telling me you don't have time. You know, it, it's an excuse. Could you find more time in the day? The answer is yes. So we dissected that. Like, what does that even look like? And, you know, you, you know this, and I've read tons of articles that the top CEOs, they're up at 3 to 4 in the morning, no phone calls, no emails coming mm-hmm. in, nobody bothering them. And they have 1 to 3 hours of just complete, like, think time, alone time, workout time, whatever that is. They wanted more time in the day, so they gave themselves more time yep. in the day. Now, yep. they're sacrificing sleep because they're getting up earlier, but they're, maybe they're, they're going to bed earlier so they can they can justify getting up earlier and and um you know it's it, it's just a commitment you know instead of making an excuse i don't have time today how can i get you more time today mm-hmm. you know so there was that one um uh the not my job popped up a lot <laughs> oh boy yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. my job Ooh. and you know I, I i tell them a story and I think this is a perfect story to talk about right now uh i was floor managing this was winter probably two years ago um, I'm walking back towards our lower restrooms and I see one of our associates who doesn't work with us anymore, you know, walk into the men's restroom, stop and literally like 180 got out of there. Hmm. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? So I walk into the restroom and as I open the door, there is black, brown, murky toilet water flowing towards the door. And I went, oh shit, literally, yeah. right? walk into the back the back restroom and it's overflowing yeah it's somebody oh went goodness. in there and like it was a crime scene like there was <laughs> i want to describe it and i need to describe this for just you and the listeners but it's up the back wall literally like there's stuff on the um you know the stall around it like somebody just went in there and just it was this just is the gay. volcano this, story this is the volcano story yes the poop <laughs> yeah the poop volcano like that's what it was but you know Someone walked in and said, not my job. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and like ejected very, very quickly. And because of that, like I, I had to go in and get involved and, and take care of it. Now, believe me, 
I'm a good guy with my employees. Like if this associate came to me and said, Hey, I just walked into the bathroom and there is a poop volcano coming out of the toilet. <laughs> I would say, thank you for letting me know. We'll take care of it. I would never say, well, get your gloves on, get in there and make it, make it happen. You know, first one to find it, first one takes care of it. Mm. I would have found either a cleaning crew, which at the time they were not there. They were on right. their break. So I turned into the cleaning crew and went in there and, and made it happen. But the not my job happens all the time. We, we, we pass the buck. That one's really sneaky. It's, it's a sneaky excuse. Yeah. But the it's not my job happens every single day. Sure it does. You know, you're walking in your parking lot towards your, your store or towards your business, and there's trash rolling across the parking lot. Mm-hmm. It's not my not my job to pick that up. I didn't see it. What are you yeah. talking about, man? It's, it's not even it. my parking lot. It's small's parking lot. Like, why, why would I touch their, their parking yeah. lot? But yet, every customer that gets out of your car, every client that comes into your office sees the trash, and you just you don't take ownership of it. You know, I mean, look at, like, Walt Disney. They... they pay people to pick up the park they have people dressed like normal civilians normal tourists that are just walking around and literally sure. i drop something they pick it up because they have such a high level of expectation that it is our job it's everybody's job you see the high-ranking ceo in his suit and tie picking stuff up in the in the parking lot um but you it goes back to like the, the ownership of it like there's there was no ownership right you know there, there's now there's been times too where i've had blinders on like literally i'm just like processing my day and I, I guarantee you I've walked by something that I probably should have acted on but I was focusing on something else now right or wrong it's, that's an excuse like I just made an excuse for myself going well I'm this is more of a, a, a bigger task than what this trash in the parking lot is but it, it happens every day so we could, we just kept going around and around and around and literally we spent an hour talking about excuses and breaking them down hmm. you know with the end goal of now that we've laid every excuse on the table Stop freaking using them, you know. Did 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 I don't know? Was that one of them that was? Yeah, that came I, up? I've never been taught that. Was was one that one that came up? Oh no, oh, one ever, no one that. no one ever taught me that. Oh well, okay, sure. Now it, it's either a cop out when they've been taught that, but they play it off like they did, yeah. which I get that. But we've also like we screw up too. Maybe maybe they didn't. And I, here's a funny another funny story. So we have a coding out process. You know, before you leave, you can't just walk out. So oh, like you sure. go to the door, you get a manager to come over and we say goodbye to you and, and you leave. If you have any purchases, we sign off on them and you know, it's just kind of a check and balance. We hire somebody new, goes through orientation on the training floor, uh, nine o'clock, lights kill. And um, so she just goes to the back, punches out and goes to the door and wants to leave. And then one of the managers goes, did you like, what are you, what's going on? Well, I'm out of here, it's nine o'clock. Well, we need to straighten the store, and we have something. Oh, well, I didn't know that. And you know what? He was like dead set on. He didn't know. Now I'm looking at like my training manager, Steve, and going like, "What the hell? Did you, what are you? What are you doing? Like, tell the teach this kid something." But I know Steve, t- you know, did time with him. I know that he shows him how to get out of the store and code out. So there's just so much that's thrown at them that their brain can't process every mm-hmm. new thing right. that they that's getting a, you know getting attacked. Um, but yeah, he just said, yeah, I, I didn't know. No one ever taught me. And like you look back and go, yeah, somebody did teach you, but we, we just didn't do it in a way that you remembered it. But that's, that's an easy one, you know, to say, to instantly fall on somebody else or have somebody else fall on the sword because it's, they, they, Joe never taught me. Well, Joe's your mentor. Yeah, but he didn't teach me. Oh, okay. I ain't talked to Joe. And mm-hmm. Joe, oh yeah, I taught him that. I taught him that 10 times. Well, either he's giving me a line or the way you taught it, he didn't understand sure it. yeah so yeah, yeah. but yeah that, that happens too but man look, we we had some there's times where we were like belly laughing because oh, i'm sure you hear this and you go <laughs> you gotta freaking be kidding me right you know i mean the the dog ate my homework the old one from back in the day that every kid has probably used once in their life 
my dog ate my homework. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, uh, my boss forgot to do something or didn't turn something in. I was like, oh, the dog ate it. And we just started laughing again because, like, it's just how dumb is that? Does a dog really eat homework? Probably not. Um, you know, the, the, we talked about dating, you know, and the line, well, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> like that is just that just that just the person telling you it is you. You're a moron. I need somebody else that's better. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. But we just we find ways to use excuses to either comfort somebody and pass it to some something else, or we use it to be easily just like eject and um, make it about something else. You know, that's that's something that uh, I think it'd be fun to talk about. I love the to, to get to the root cause of stuff, right? To sure. find that. What? Why do you use excuses? Well, if I don't. If I, if I want to save a face, right? If I, if I don't want to be embarrassed or if I don't want to take ownership of something that I can improve in, I can make an excuse all the time. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a really fascinating subject about the, I don't know, just, just people in general. Because, listen, I, I'm pretty good at using excuses. At least I have been in my life. Oh, for sure. Every one of us. There's nobody listening to this podcast right now that could say, I've never given an excuse, right? Yeah. We've all, we've all done it. But we've also, I think... A lot of us have, have figured out that it's quite embarrassing to drop excuses when somebody else just takes care of it, you yeah. know. And so I, I always think about this uh, at a level of communication. We talk about communication all the time here, you and me. And um, when somebody says, I didn't know that, that might be very legit, right? Sure. Oh, for sure. It could be a first day. It could be a training thing. But if I consistently use, I didn't know that. That, that would be, to me, a red flag that I'm not paying attention. I'm not really engaged in what's going on. And here's the other thing is, if I'm always waiting for somebody to tell me to do, to do something or to discover stuff, and I'm not figuring that out on my own, that's a really strong indicator that I kind of suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? It's a flag. Yeah. Definitely a flag. You know? So, so like, if you want to hide, you learn to be artful with your, your excuses. And here's the other thing, too, that that I was thinking about. It's another EX. So we've talked about executing excuses, and I'm going to throw in this one, which is, um, which is, uh, (laughs) hang on. We need a blooper reel, dude. Yeah, that was really, really good. Expectations. 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 You had me, you had me like on the edge of my seat going, okay, what is this EX going to be? That and was then, on purpose. Then, yeah. It was for effect. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw the deer in headlights look like, <laughs> holy shit. I, I, I'm having an old man moment. I just completely <laughs> lost every train of thought. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so no, uh, the other one's expectations. Right? Are you sure it is? Like, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure. I'm, I need to go back and just double check. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so like this it, is totally like staying in just to prove that like nothing of this is scripted. We like, got to like, leave it in We got to leave it in. Plus, it. Like we're human beings and we make mistakes. Um, I, f- I can feel my face is red. Yeah, though, you're. Dude. Yeah, oh. you are red. But like, the look of terror in your eyes, like <laughs> I'm gonna have this profound moment. I'm gonna drop some mad information is, on you. And this then, is why I edit this podcast. <laughs> and then, and then, like I don't know where to go next, and I'm panicking. And then all of a sudden, it pops back in. It's like, I oh think, yeah, the, here it is. I think that's where the I, I'm not feeling the heat still, man. Um, you know, expectations, right? So yeah. let me see. If I can get, get back the on train task. back. Yeah, here. get back here. So, so if I don't know expectations, if I haven't asked for those expectations, if I don't have clarity around expectations, excuses are super easy, aren't sure. they? Yeah. So, so I have to look back at that and go, okay, is that a, is that a one-way street? No, it's not. If, if I have a manager, uh, a boss, a spouse, you know, 
maybe one of my kids, a good friend that hasn't really set the expectations for me, why don't I ask? I mean, it's within my power to, to ask to get clarification on it. Sure. What do you really mean here? Um, and if you're a pretty responsible person, like you and I are, have high responsibilities. So if I don't know what those expectations are, it's going to tick me off if I can't. Because I know you're going to evaluate me later on it. I don't want Matt to come back and say, why did you do it this way? This is completely the wrong way. Sure. And I could make an excuse of, well, Matt, you didn't tell me how. And you could come back to me and say, but you didn't ask. You just did. Yeah. I mean, you're just, you're just going back and forth with excuses. You know, instead of just <laughs> yeah, falling right? on your sword and going, you know what? You're absolutely right. right. I probably could have done a better job. You know, and I think that's the, you know, one, one of my, one thing I've, I've always learned and I've, I've taught the girls, own up, take responsibility. Mm. When you didn't do something or something got broke, instead of a fib or a white lie or an excuse, fall on your sword and say, Dad, I screwed up. I did this. And guess what happens? All right. Let, no problem. Let's fix it mm-hmm. and move forward. But you give me an excuse or you lie to me and tell me, no, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. And I know damn well you did. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Everything just got worse because of it. Yep. And that's, you know, in life, the eject button is, well, I'll just call in sick. You know, I'll just, I'll, I'll call it. Oh man, I got this tickle in my throat. It's not COVID, not COVID, but I think it's just, it's allergies. I'm just not feeling very good today. Mm-hmm. Well, did you get that report done? Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I'm just not feeling the best. And you're out today. How easy is it? How, how slippery of a slope is it that an excuse turns into a flat out? Oh, lie? it turned like it, it goes, it can go bad very, very fast. And then a lie covers the lie and then covers the lie again before you know it's like this it's just a train wreck of lies and you just go now what 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 is even true anymore because an excuse Hmm. also tricks your brain into thinking what you're trying to get across right like i i I just i I didn't get it done but you have all these things that happen i thought you said you got in an accident i thought they said there was a wreck and your your car looks oh um i got it fixed so so even even on a less obvious I guess level. Okay. This is, this is kind of a, an evolving thought for me. I want to throw this your way and see what you think. Sure. Is any time that I make an excuse, a lie, maybe not to you, Matt, if I give you an excuse, but it could be, but, but am I lying to myself? Like I don't have time. I, don't. I didn't know how nobody told me. Are those it's, it's to me, it's, it's right on that edge of becoming a lie. Sure. It's yeah. interesting. I've never thought about that I don't that know. Before. And that's kind of, I'm trying to process and not just have dead air here because it's like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a profound kind of statement. But I think there are, you know, I ran out of time is an excuse I hear a lot. Sure. And our world is busy and we're, we're busy and we, we do run out of time. But it, is, it, is it a lie? No, it's not a lie. I mean, I truly, like I was busting my butt all day today, but I just didn't justify giving you the time it needed. So then I lose on the fact that it wasn't a higher, high priority for me. Something, something, something ran long that then I had to justify and go, okay, because that thing ran long. Now I'm, I'm not going to be able to get to what I need to get done today. So I think we just... I, so there's legitimate times. Yes. When yes. It's, I mean, that it's real. I didn't have time or I ran out of time. It can be very legitimate. Absolutely. However, I would venture to say that the majority of times, I, I want to say something ridiculous like eight or nine times out of ten. Sure. Right? Because I can't prove it. Some random number. Right? I, I want to say it's, it's the, that I, I didn't make it a priority. I procrastinated. And I think that's where, where my brain was kind of coming back to this concept of, 
am I lying to myself here? And then ultimately, if I tell myself that enough times, I begin to believe it and it becomes my own truth. You know, that's, I don't know. That, that to me is a pretty interesting topic. Well, I think it makes it, if it works, if that excuse works, you use it more often. You know, if, uh, if you, yeah. like you can, I, I told Jim I ran out of time and Jim goes, oh, hey, no, I totally get it, man. We're all busy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, this is good. I, I, I got a pass here. Yeah. And then it happens again next week. You know, Jim, God, I ran out of time. And Jim goes, yeah, I get it. We all are really busy. I understand. But I can tell the way you're looking right. at me right now going, dude, you're yeah. full of shit. Yeah. And then the third week goes by, Jim, man, I'm just, I ran out of time. Well, here's the deal. We need to figure out time management for you because this is obviously not working. Right. Like you get three strikes and then, then you're out. Well, in life, you, you don't get strikes. Like you, you got to figure it out right away. But like, I think when you make an excuse and it works, it's like, okay, I'll keep this one in my back pocket. I'm going to use this again. You ever, you're a guy who's super punctual. Most of our listeners know that. Yes. Have you ever used, there was a train on the tracks. <laughs> like I got held up in traffic. For, I mean, an excuse for being late for work or to an appointment or something. No, I've never been late to work. That's, 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 I, I'm See, that's, my head that's, on. That's, I, I think I, that's crazy. Yeah. I've, I've, dri- I've driven in a snowstorm. Like literally, she probably should have been driving to work, made it to work and literally walked in one minute before I was supposed to be there. Scared and so to death. If, and so if I work for you, that's, it's a this, high on my priority list. It is. It is. You, you are going to, and this isn't, I'm not saying this is unfair or fair. I'm just saying it's probably a reality. You, if, if I am a habitual late arriver, either that's to work or to sit down with you and do a podcast, right? If I'm consistently late, you're going to judge me. And that's okay because I'm going to judge people on same things, right? Sure. You would judge me on, um, can I really trust this person? Is this some person I could lean on and um, in a time of need? Because the things that we make priorities are our priorities. The things that we don't make a priority, we end up using excuses. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. I was late this morning. You know, I'm only two blocks away, but, you know, whatever happened. And, you know, I had <laughs> some hunting guys in my meeting. And I asked one of them, I said, hey, we're going hunting tomorrow, tomorrow morning. What time do I need to be there? And we were just kind of, you know, just yeah. bullshitting. Uh, well, probably 4 o'clock. Yep, before the sun gets up. And uh, what time are you going to be there? Well, probably 3.30 to get everything set up. Is there any chance you're going to be late? Well, no. Is there any chance you're going to forget about it? Well, no, we're going hunting. Well, yeah, it's, you have mm-hmm. this high level of, like, this is going to be freaking awesome. We're going to go kill some birds buddies hanging out doing this stuff you don't forget about it you don't show up late so i said okay so now let's flip the script i have you train at 7 a.m in the morning with a new hire <laughs> and you don't show up mm-hmm. oh i forgot different level of priority right wasn't high on the list hunting you wouldn't miss there's no chance like i'm gonna be there i'm like I'm, I'll, I'll probably be there at three o'clock because i'm so excited to be out there hunting right but at seven o'clock i have a new hire walking around the store going Where's Joe? Where's Steve? Where's John? Where's Larry? Man, that and, and they're not there. A lot too, doesn't right? It? And they just like it was like that aha moment, like oh yeah, like I I need to put more of a priority on something like this. But then I call you and say, hey Jim, where are you at? Oh, I forgot about training today. Why don't you put it on my schedule? Well, you passed the buck, so you gave me I forgot, and then why didn't you do this for me? Hmm. Instead of going, you know what? I did forget. I'm sorry. It completely spaced my mind. Fall on your goddamn sword. And say, you know what? I screwed up. And then I go, you know what? Fine. No problem. We're going to take care of this. And we're good. And you learn from it and you grow. Now, if it happens the next week or the following week and the following week after that, like that's a, pro- that's a problem. It's a problem. It really but is. Yeah. You're, you're dictating 
where you want to go in your life. You get to decide what you want to focus on and what you want to attack, what don't you want to attack. And you pick things that are fun, that are like the high priorities. It's, it's eating the bullfrog. You eat the bullfrog for breakfast, get it out of the way and be done. We put off the hard things to the end of the day. And then the bullfrog doesn't get eaten that day, gets eaten the next day because I'll just do it tomorrow. Right. You know, instead of just freaking taking it head on, biting the goddamn head off and swallowing it and just and, and putting it behind you, we pu- push it to lunch. Then we push it to dinner. And then we push it to so breakfast the next morning instead of saying, you know what? Yeah. Screw it. It's going down right now. Procrastination, man. It's, yeah. it is, uh, it's an infectious thing. It really is. It totally is. If you... Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the question I kind of want to ask you is, um, how do you how do you overcome some of those things? I mean, how do you how do you overcome that? You know, we we talked about mindset last time. Yeah. Right. How, how do I overcome that mindset of procrastinating or making excuses? Like, to me, it's a personal responsibility thing. It is it is ownership over decisions, actions, uh, things that I want to achieve, goals, and you know, this whole concept of there's always later. There's always tomorrow. You don't know that. It's not guaranteed. Yeah. You use the word ownership. Yeah. And that's what it is. Like for me, um, if it's something that I have my name tied to, I need to look at every angle and figure out how to make it work. Um, if it's a deadline, I'm putting a plan in place to get to the deadline. Because that's, you know, if you want me to truly respect you, you're always on time to work and you never miss deadlines. And I think those are, I mean, that's just two things that I'm, I'm really big on. Because um, if you miss a deadline, you're telling somebody it, it wasn't important. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to have all these orders turned in by Friday at 5 o'clock. And Friday at 6 o'clock, the orders aren't start, still turned in yet. Yeah. Okay? You knew the deadline. You knew when it was done. I mean, rewind to when you were in college. You knew you had a paper due a month out. And you could be working on it weekly to get it done. Yeah. What happens is you're in my store doing the job. You get off work at nine o'clock at night, and then you go home. And from ten o'clock until four in the morning, you're writing a paper for the next day. For the next mean. day, yeah, yeah. like, but you knew a month out that you had this paper due. Yeah. But we just we like procrastination. We put it off, and then yeah. now it's just like, why well, work good under pressure? Bullshit. Nobody like, works good from like, ten to four. Yeah. Like you're <laughs> exhausted. You're falling asleep. You're popping, you know, caffeine pills. You're drinking Mountain Dew and trying to stay awake and do this. And if you would have just said, you know what? I'm going to set specific weekly, daily deadlines of things I want to get done. Page one is done on a Monday. Page two is on a Wednesday. Page three. And before you know it, your paper is already done. It's awesome. And you're not scrambling to get it done. But you justify, I can do it tomorrow. I don't need to do it tonight. I'm going to go out with my friends tonight and have a good time. I can do it. I can get it done tomorrow. I think the other way people justify it is, is, wow, I got smoked today at work, right? And if I do it now, like... I need, I need to, here's another excuse that I think is I've used and I've heard it used a lot is, uh, I worked my tail off today, so I deserve a little bit of rest time. Listen, I get that. We all do need to, to have some rest, but when you have a mindset of deserving it, that that's where now we're talking excuses. I also think that's borderline. Then we're telling ourselves a lie, you know, hold yourself to that standard. No one is going to hold you to your own ownership of stuff, you have to take those steps. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Your day isn't full until it's overflowing. Like until you have so many things that are, are happening, you know, I mean, I got a full day today. Right. And then you find yourself like there's, there's these time blocks where nothing's going on. That's, that's not overflowing. You like, know, I pick up my calendar and there's times when, wow, like this is a full day from, from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. I'm going to be on zoom calls. 
oh my goodness, this is a big day. I got a and big I've day. already I've told myself that already. But there's there's four hours that I could easily fit in between six AM and ten AM to knock out the stuff. If I do it, great. But if I don't do it, I'll give myself an excuse. Well, listen, that ten to four, that six hour time block, I'm gonna be on Zoom calls, man, that's gonna be exhausting. I'm gonna tell myself stories and I'm going to like have this self fulfilling prophecy that I'm not going to get anything done today other than those Zoom meetings from 10 to 4. Because, you know, then at 4, listen, I need a break. Like Six hours, of, and that is a real deal. I get that. And so, yeah, take a little break, but get back at it. Yeah. Finish strong. <laughs> Start strong, finish strong, and screw the excuses. Oh, even, like, knock out stuff that's tomorrow that's due or Friday that it's due. It's a Monday. Like, if you get ahead, keep getting ahead. Like, don't don't allow yourself to you know, get caught up and go, well, my week's done. I got everything accomplished, but I have this project that technically starts on Monday. Well, I'll start it right now. Yeah. You know, like I got guys building my house and they were building walls in their shop prior to the port, the cement being poured, you know, or the concrete being poured. I, well, they could have just waited, right? Yeah. They could have just waited. And then my house is like slowly going up, but yeah. literally the basement got poured. Yeah. And the next day, I had walls that looked like a house. I just think that's so cool. It's freaking awesome. And yeah. from, a, from a guy building a brand new house, to see it go up that fast, it's like, holy shit, these guys are freaking good. Yeah. Do you, do you know how many times I've told other people about Darby and his team and how amazing they are? Like, word of mouth is going to get him more business because I'm just, like, freaking praising them about how like, – I have, I have beers in my truck. I'm going to take them beers here in a little bit that just to reward them say, thank you for an awesome week. Like, yeah. look at what you guys did. Yeah. Literally, like – they they know they 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 have their time frame. Darby gave me like 80, 83 days, word for word of what they want to accomplish. Like hmm. he physically wrote it out. So yeah. on day twenty five, they have all these days, all these things accomplished. Yeah, they know if I can get ahead, and now I'm on instead of me being really on day twenty five, I'm on day thirty five. So I'm ten days ahead right now. And then guess what happens? There's a rainstorm that basically weather, right? puts you two yeah. days behind, three days behind. You're still ahead right yeah. now. Same thing in business. If you, if you can get ahead and constantly be ahead of everybody else, you are more successful than anybody else because you're ahead, you're, you're ahead of the game. You're constantly pushing forward. You know, we've talked about the word hustle, like yeah. hustle, 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 and then look back and go, because of me hustling for all these years and working so hard, I'm at a point now in my life where I can relax a little bit and retire and, you know, live, live the true dream, you know, like we talked about living the dream and I came in to get coffee today and hey how you doing oh I'm living the dream and the question I asked her was well is it your dream or somebody else's yeah and she was honest it's not my dream it's somebody else's oh. you know and it's like I'm, Just, I'm proud because I, I hate that line anyway but she like she owned it but then, but you have an employee in your business that just told me that you don't want to be here like you want you want to be doing something else and that that's yeah, frustrating I know but it's an excuse that is that is a very dangerous excuse in my opinion yeah that's like saying, there's nothing better for me. I, there's no plan. I'm just living somebody else's dream for my life. Man. I'm going through the motions every single day, and a oh. paycheck shows up in my mailbox. There's a quote that came up, and I was having an exchange on social media with this, and it, 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 uh, it goes back to Ben Franklin, right? Said, sure. some people die at 25, but they're not buried until they're 75. Ooh, that, that's, and that, that's like, a smack you right between the eyes right there. Yeah. I'm living somebody else's dream. Flying you, under the radar. You, right, and you die at 25. 50 years later, you, you physically die. Looking back, that's one of my biggest fears right there is, did I do what I could do? Get busy living or get busy dying. There you go. You know? All right, I think we should end there. Good spot. All right, I'm Jim. I'm Matt. See you next time. 25 
100 downloads. It started with just two guys sitting around drinking coffee or maybe at the right time of day it was a beer, having a discussion about things that were important to us and just the idea that maybe someday somebody else would care to listen. We're just getting started. We're just getting started on where the 2120 podcast is going. So thank you again for being part of it and we'll catch you next time.